In the following live session recording, Dwayne Warfield, Associate Professor of Music and Director of Bands at Shorter University in Rome, Georgia, talks about church orchestra how-tos. In this session, the listener will learn about how to have effective church orchestra rehearsals, new ideas for enlistment, and how to sustain your church orchestra program. Let's join Dwayne now. Well, I'll start off by, uh, you know, I don't claim to have all the answers, that's for sure. Um, just if I can give you some helpful tips and see, and go from there. I, uh, I told you I was kind of from Illinois originally. I didn't grow up Baptist. It wasn't until we moved south that I started at Baptist Church. When we moved to Mississippi, I, uh, I was asked to lead or start, help them start a, or start back up their orchestra at First Baptist Starkville. So I think I was there probably three years. We lived in Starkville four years, but I think by the time we settled in in the church and then they asked me to do that. Uh, so I was the director of instrumental ministries, I think is what they called me. But basically the orchestra director, or if the music minister was gone, I'd film for him on Sunday uh, morning. Yeah. Sometimes I'd direct the choir. Uh, never had to do the handbill choir. <laughs> uh, but I did do that and when I lived in Illinois, a different church. But, uh, basically the orchestra was I think it was four or five people at the time and when I was done we had hit 20 or some point you know, well, I can't remember the numbers exactly probably 15 to 20 so it had grown uh, some when I was there and uh, it was neat to see that and uh, I hated leaving that job I really liked it especially when I got to Rome and couldn't find one <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was like there's no orchestras around <laughs> no uh I think I found one church, but it was like a 30, 40 minute drive. And so I'm in the process of starting to try to uh, start an orchestra at my church. And I go to Pleasant Valley North. And I don't know if you're familiar with the Rome area. Heard. Oh, okay. Heard. There's a Pleasant Valley South, and they have an orchestra. And there's a Pleasant Valley North. And apparently they're not related at all. I heard there's just, uh, at some point, somebody met up and realized they both have the same name, so then they had to give it the North and South name. So. Uh, but in the meantime, I'm at Shorter University. Well, not meantime. I'm at Shorter University doing the bands. Same thing, going in and having to recruit and build the band program. And it seems like wherever God's put me, that's what I've had to do is build the program up. So even my first teaching job, uh, there's only been two jobs where I kind of went in as an assistant and uh, didn't have to worry about trying to recruit as much. But for some reason, I enjoy the recruiting part. I love getting out to schools and visiting students and with the church and then even the church now I'm trying to get this orchestra started. I, I, I enjoy recruiting. So I have a lot of ideas about recruitment. Uh, don't know if they'll help you out or not, but it uh, <laughs> sounds like from what you've done, some of it's the same things that I was going to say, like uh, tapping into your local colleges and schools. But I'll see if I can give you some helpful hints. Yeah, anything. That... But uh, I think, so it's church orchestra how-tos, and it looks like uh, effective rehearsals, recruitment, and sustaining your church orchestra. So the effective rehearsals, uh, just starting out there is, you know, remember there are volunteers wanting to have fun and to worship. They're not music majors. And if you're a music major, you understand what I'm trying to get is they're just there to have fun. Right. They, they don't want to be yelled at. They don't, you know, uh, they just, uh, and they want to be told they're doing something wrong, really. They just want to enjoy themselves and socialize, too. But, but of course, you have to have productive rehearsals. Uh, but they should involve some sort of socializing because they enjoy doing that. And of course, anybody at church does. And of course, you know if they're late, absent, playing wrong notes, you know, be patient, work with them, uh, and just kind of talking with you. I think you probably have that 
mentality and things. Yeah. I think most music ministers probably do have that. They, they yeah, because you realize it's a volunteer thing yeah. that everybody's a part mm-hmm. of. So Now, if you're hiring members, that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah. uh, not that you have to be mean about it, but they need to be on time. Right. And treat them as professionals. Uh, you know, if you can get the music to them ahead of time, that's the best thing to do so they can practice. Uh, practice is good. And some do want to practice, so... Uh, so I don't know how, do you use a planning center at your church? Nope. Nope. Um, have you ever seen planning center? Yeah, I've seen a couple of people talk about, uh, you know, with our worship stuff, there's just not, uh, we don't do much of that, so it doesn't spill over into the other areas or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how much it costs. Uh, I guess, I know our church uses it now, we're at, and the F, uh, First Baptist Starkville used it too, but. I know you can do a lot of things with it. Uh, last week, some other guys were talking about, yeah, I guess you can upload all the music to it, right. and you can actually have invites out. So it's, uh, if you have it, it's nice. If not, there are other ways to do it, sending out PDFs, uh, maybe using a Google Drive. Uh, I just started using this app called Band. It has nothing to do with a band, but, um, and you can actually uh, put upload files to it so it's a little more, I feel like it's a little more privacy than Facebook or, uh, right. Facebook or even Google Drive. Because I think sometimes in Google Drive, even if you have a folder, they can somehow still backtrack into some of your other folders. So I've been using that this year with my band, and they, they seem to enjoy it too. It also has uh, their birthdays will pop up for you, and you can put things in the calendar. So it, as far as the connecting with them a little bit more, it kind of helps that way. So you can upload the music or whatever to that? Then. You can. The thing I don't like about it, unless I just haven't figured this out yet, is you can't sort it into folders. So if you upload a file that's right there and they just they can see all the files, and I don't know if it sorts them in some way or not. Um, so that's the downside of it that I've found so far. But um, there may be some workaround that I just haven't found with it. Um, what you could do too is you could also sort it and have a, a trumpet group or oh, yeah. so that I thought about doing that with mine uh, but I haven't got that far yet so but Google Drive also works or just emailing PDFs and as long as you have it on your hard drive or desk and it's just easier just and if you only have a couple of the bands not a big deal if you have 50 well even 20 or more then that gets to be a lot of emails sending out yeah. uh, there was a guy last week, he was talking about he's getting ready to buy iPads for his orchestra, which seemed expensive. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it worked great. If, if it does work, it would be nice, because then you have all the music on your iPad. and just. But he uses the planning center, too, so they yeah. just log in the planning center, and they can just bring it up. So that's going to be... But I'm curious how that's going to work and if it's more of a headache. But, it, I mean... I, I know I, I have bell people keep wanting me to get where they can do the foot pedal thing with that stuff. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, um, and I have a friend who has an iPad, and uh, he puts all his music on it. He's in a community band. He does, I mean, it works out great for him. Yeah. Now, two of the guys that come and play with me, they'll, they'll have it all on there. Yeah. But. So if you send out a PDF, if they have their own iPad, they can upload it. Uh, I guess my thought is buying them. Then you got to keep yeah. up with them and... Well, we that's the part that I was just like, how do you keep up? And the budget, <laughs> yeah. keeping them charged. And uh, and then the other thing is what happens if Wi-Fi goes out on Sunday morning or something. Yeah. Or like, you know, then you then 
they can access it. So, uh, but there's all sorts of different ways, and that's another way for one to save paper. But uh, uh, you know, rehearsals, you need to meet more than Sunday morning before. For me, that would that would just make me worry because if it doesn't work out, then what do you got to do? So, uh, so in Starkville, we used to meet on Wednesday nights, and actually, we'd meet the same time as the choir because there's two of us, we could do this. Uh, and then toward the end of rehearsal, the last 10, 15 minutes, we'd get together and usually run Sunday's uh, worship music and the choir special. Um, I know another church, they do orchestra in the morning, or they meet in the morning for Sunday, but then Sunday afternoon they rehearse for the next Sunday. That's a long time in between. <laughs> so, but whatever works for you, it's nice because then they don't have to worry about Wednesday nights. And of course, if you have prayer meetings and anything else going on Wednesday night, that could interfere with that. But uh, So you're the guy, though. You're it. Yep. So you probably rehearse them all together, I assume. Yeah, and we don't do much rehearsing right now because we added an 8.30 service, and so oh. Sunday rehearsals aren't happening. Um, and Wednesdays are out because of youth stuff. So you have two services on Sunday morning? Mm -hmm. And is there anything in between it? Sunday school between. Okay. Which I'm doing youth, so yeah, it's it's interesting. Um, so right now, right now the yeah, the rehearsals aren't going on. So yeah. Well the church we're at right now, uh, and the one I'm trying to get started, yeah, we have the same thing, eight thirty and ten forty five. Yeah. So we've met well, I've got an orchestra together once. I guess I should back up a little bit. So the music minister, uh, I've been talking with him, trying to get one started. It's his, it's his part-time job, so it's not his full-time job. So uh, when he gets the music together, sometimes it's Tuesday or Wednesday, and then that doesn't give enough time to get an orchestra together. So the one time that we were able to plan ahead, um, I think we met, we were able to meet two Wednesdays before the Sunday we performed. Uh, and we just met right at the beginning of choir rehearsal, ran through it, and then we were done. And then on Sunday we met in between services. But then some people were saying, well, I'm missing Sunday school. Right. So, yes. Yeah, before we did 8.30, we would meet before Sunday school. Um, in my previous church, we met on Monday nights uh, to run everything. Yeah. So. so finding that time, and every church is different. Yeah. But if you can find a time, uh, ideally probably around the choir time so that... Yeah, and see, and that's the thing too. Sunday afternoon, so we start handbells at four. Uh, choir meets at five. Churches at six. So and you don't want to take up their whole Sunday with that either, yeah, or your whole Sunday with that. Pretty long so. day. Um, well, if they meet with the choir, though, that would work too, or even just a little bit before the choir, yeah. as possible, or afterwards, or something. So, uh, again, that's kind of on you to figure out, I guess. But there's some ideas there. Uh, but again, if you can find times where they can meet together and go over it, right? I think at Starkville we used to meet it because we had an early service too, and the orchestra played both services. And I want to say we met like at seven thirty in the morning, which is early. Yeah. Now I'm an early riser, <laughs> so it didn't bother me. But there were some people that were kind of trailing in late, yeah. so I can imagine. But so this church uh, where I'm at now, though, uh, usually the, like the choir only sings second service. So the orchestra only played second service. So, uh, so that makes it a little easier, I guess. Um, 
you know, effective rehearsals too, I added in there. And tomorrow I have a topic about let's choose music, but this one kind of falls under this a little bit with effective rehearsals. Select music that is easy to put together, you know, keep it simple. There's some hard stuff out there that you can pick, uh, praisecharts.com. And if you don't have the players for it, then you're you're spending a lot of time trying to fix those. So, um, and that's you know just it doesn't have to be anything. Nobody's sitting out there saying, "Wow, really, they're playing really easy music." Right. <laughs> if they are, then they're not worshiping, I guess. So, <laughs> but uh, those are just some things to help with effective rehearsals, planning ahead. Um, you know, getting the music to them early it helps too. Recruitment. I told you this is my area, so um, you know, having first of all, getting people involved, seeing things going on. So if you have instrumentals that can play solos or ensembles and you're shaking your head, so I'm sure you've done that before. But even like when you had that when I had that orchestra play a couple weeks ago or months ago now, uh, you know, next during that whole next week everybody's like, Yeah, can we do that every week? Can we do this? Can we do this? And it's like, Well, I'd like to, uh, we'll see how it goes. So uh, and of course I think it was like in May, so of course summer was hitting. All my students went home, yeah. so that was my big pull. Was I was able to get students from shorter band to come play, in addition to some church people. So, um, but some people just don't, you know. When you start putting it in front of them, then they they hear it and they, they like it. So, or they like, well, I like to join that and also play. So, uh, maybe you could start meeting for fun, play through some hymns, or find other music you can play. Um, Maybe start a Bible study where you play afterwards or before or in between or something. Um, maybe start a beginner band or something, especially if there's young uh, youth that's starting band yeah. in their school. Of course, that's more time on you, I know. Than our band program in school, unfortunately, has been weak. Uh, so they've just changed for this year, so hopefully. Ah, uh, okay. Well, um, but yeah, we did. We have had uh, students play with us, or even a beginner band with uh, adults too, if it's if possible. Yeah. And, uh, there's a group. I'm probably skipping around. Actually, I am here. Uh, let me finish this thought here. Actually, it's the next one. Find instrumentals in your church. Band directors, retired music teachers, if you have any, because then uh, maybe they can help pull in people, or they can help even run it for you. Right. And you could do those two rehearsals for you. I don't know if you have any in your church or not. But. Yeah, we've got a we've got a couple actually. Oh, okay. Um, college students, and you say you pulled from Bruton Parker before, so um, high school students, community bands. There's also a group called the New Horizons Band, and I'm not sure if there's, I'm sure there's some around here somewhere, but uh, it's kind of a nationwide, actually a worldwide thing. I think it was started for ages 55 plus. It's it's not religious based or anything, but the thing is it's people just wanting to play their instrument and have fun. And so uh, I've tried to restart the one in Rome, and a lot of them are playing in several bands because they just want to play right. and they just want to have fun. So you know, having a church, something they could play in, is just another outlet for them. So, I mean, some of them, like every night, have, oh, I do this community band this night, and I go to this community band this night. I was like, wow, okay. so. Um, uh, and that's great. So, and that might be something to tap into. You can actually go to their website. It's I should have looked it up. I think it's New Horizons Band. You can just type Google it, and it'll come up. But it'll show you like where in Georgia they, they're located. There's a lot around the Atlanta area, of course, but I think there's some out uh, other places too. Uh, you know, put a blurb in your bulletin or on social media for your church. Uh, however, you announce things at church. You can 
you can do that too, and I'm sure you've done that probably in the past. Hey, we need instrumentalists, come see me, and no one or just a few yeah. probably come see you. You probably know there's more in that too. Uh, just talking to him in the hallway, of course. Maybe even ask him, hey, you want to get coffee? I'm talking. I'm, I'm sure you've done all that. Has it been successful? Yeah, or? Face, you know, face to face obviously is more effective than the announcement stuff. I'm not sure how much announcement wise goes over for our group. I think they don't pay attention to well, that a whole lot. Yeah, so. and you've been to some churches where they just read all the announcements out of the bulletin. <laughs> I stop listening sometimes yeah, when I'm at those yeah. churches, but. Uh, we try to just, you know, staff-wise, we try to just hit maybe two things that are important that week. So. Yeah, and that's good because people can read the bulletin and hear the, get the rest. But uh, uh, but once you have those connections to the schools and community, then maybe the other players can start inviting people yeah. too to come play. So uh, I put in there, you'll need to decide if you're going to have auditions or allow anyone to play. Most time when you're starting something out, you'll kind of take anybody, and it's a church. Most people are forgiving, so uh, hopefully. But you might want to do auditions. Of course, that may scare away some people too. Um, I don't. Starkville, we never really did auditions. We kind of just talked to them a little bit and figure out, okay, what's your background? And, yeah, I think it'd be okay. Uh, of course, if they were too young, we kind of said, well, why don't we wait another year or two? Uh, There's another church I went to that they did do auditions. So, and there was one church I went to, a saxophone player got up and it was not very good. So they didn't do auditions, obviously, but you know, I think some people were upset. But at the same time, it's like, well, she was trying. She right. had the right heart. So it's, I guess it just depends on how things go at your church and how you want to do it. Uh, maybe you want to visit your area schools. So I guess Glenville seems like a small town. There's probably only one school. But yep. if you could visit and maybe offer to help, like you play piano, you go off to help play for solo ensemble, or some way to get in there and connect, and where you could meet some students, maybe invite them. Uh, back during our band camp a couple of weeks ago, uh, at my church, the youth brought over food for us and fed us, and then he gave a little devotion, and then he invited them to church. <laughs> so I know a couple of students actually did go and things, and that's nice. And uh, same thing goes for the orchestra director or music minister. You go if you can feed them, even just like popsicles or something for something cheap. Uh, but just to talk to them, just to get in there and talk to them. Uh, and if you have a band background or something, or with piano, you offer to teach private lessons and things to help with that. So those are my list of recruitment ideas. It sounds like you're shaking your head at all those things. Like you've tried them all, so. Most of those, yeah. Yeah, I don't have anything off the top of my head then to help you out. Um, well, and, um, ours has mostly been word of mouth and, you know, that has been most effective for getting together at the Christmas and springtime concert things, but uh, the majority of those folks are community people or they're orchestra people that are in the choir and handbell choir already, so they're already pretty committed in other areas. Do you have enough in the choir that you can maybe have give the choir a Sunday off and allow people yeah, to Yeah, we do some stuff where we'll... Um, where I'll assign soloists as well as instrumentalists, uh, to, and I'll just assign them out, tell them to come up with something to play or do whatever. Oh, okay. Um, and we'll, we've done a few things with choir where I'll pull out the ones who play and have them play along and stuff. So, um, do you have a? Uh, so do you play piano on Sunday morning? I have a piano player who's 
Uh, Miriam Porter, I don't know if you know her, she's phenomenal. Oh, okay. I mean, as good a piano player as there is. She yeah. played for the choir of Bruton Parker. In fact, she still accompanies them oh, okay. uh, when they need somebody. So she's... So do you have a praise band then, like a guitar, drums? <laughs> I have a student that plays guitar. Um, I have two uh, guys that play drums, rotate around. So it's good I have a to rotate, player that yeah. plays every week with us. Okay. Um, and That's he pretty much just reads what we play, what the vocalist or whatever have, and just kind of plays from that. Um, a band director who's at Claxton actually plays trombone. He'll play every few weeks or so. Okay. Um, he's pretty phenomenal. Actually, he plays in some jazz band, travels around and stuff, so huh. he can pretty much play whatever. Um, had a violin player. She graduated. That's about it right now. Oh, okay. But as far as consistent weekly players. Yeah, but at least you have some up there every week. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, church orchestra, uh, you know, that can be defined. It doesn't have to have strings right. necessarily. Yeah. Uh, it and can that's be a, that's more than one. That's the thing, too. When the concerts we have this past year, I had four violins and a cello. So when we do those, there's a lady in town that teaches violin. So she brings them in to, to play with us so that's oh, okay. awesome when that happens yeah um, she's involved in another church but at least for the concerts she brings them over sounds like you're doing the right stuff to me so uh, uh, sustaining your church orchestra I, and we're kind of getting into that a little bit you know keep a consistent rehearsal schedule if you're going to to do it maybe uh, but also make sure you give them time off uh, especially like in the summer yeah. If you're pulling from students, it may be hard to even keep one in the summer. Uh, a lot of time for social activities, get to know the musicians and their families. Uh, sometimes people are just wanting to connect to the church. They don't feel comfortable doing ushering or anything yeah. else. They they enjoy making music. And I know the church I'm at now, I, I mean, I can sing, but I'd rather play my trombone <laughs> than I would sing. So, um, but I feel more comfortable doing that than ushering or other things. And they're trying to get me to do ushering and other stuff. I was like, no, I'd like to get this orchestra going instead. So, um, you know, find other outlets to have members perform. Maybe you can just have something. You have a little, maybe a little jazz combo even or something. Play at small church functions or even on Sunday morning to mix up uh, the service a little bit in the in the style of music even uh, or malls or something. You know, just whatever uh, would allow for things like that to happen. But people seeing the church out performing will also, you know, if they come to your church they can have you a way to get them in too. Uh, try to work with the, so I put try to work with the music minister because I was thinking of some of my mindset because right. I have to work with my music right. minister to have an Easter or Christmas orchestra. Uh, they are requiring hiring or finding volunteers to play. So if your church has a budget for hiring, that's, that's good. It's, it's nice to take inside first and then hire what you need of course but uh, uh, invite musicians to perform solo and ensemble pieces during offertory or during church service that's kind of goes back to the recruiting thing I did earlier too uh, maybe invite some local Christian bands to come perform in your church like Bruton Parker I'm pretty sure they have a band right yeah they, well you know they scrapped the music program a couple of years ago so they're, oh, okay. they're rebuilding slowly rebuilding 
fall okay. into that. Yeah, but they, the the choir's been over um, a couple of times, and right now I think that's all that's okay. Cool. They may be adding, but that's all that's been happening. So, but our piano piano player's daughter is in the choir there, so they've been over. So, uh, well, it might be a good chance to get the band, even if it's small, to kind of mix it in with some things and yeah. give them a chance to play, but also. Uh, gives you an orchestra or a band on Sunday morning. Uh, are there any private schools in the area? Um, one, and the piano teacher is the music person. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we have a connection. But, yeah. Um, she does a choir, but there's no band uh, anything there. Oh, okay. Well, um, you could also, you know, with, I know our choir uh, goes out and performs and at churches and different schools. It doesn't have to be on Sunday night or Sunday either, but sometimes do Sunday night right. during the week too. Um, I'm just now getting the band where I feel like we can go out and tour and do some things and looking at some performances in, in the area and things. So, uh, but just getting a band in the church or something like that, that can get the church excited too, I guess. Uh, but also, gives you a break maybe from worship too and uh, if you can combine it gives them a larger group to play in so uh, maybe invite some music majors from local colleges to play solos and even come work with your musicians uh, we used to have I know there's a good saxophone player in Starkville we used to have come and play and he'd do solos all the time I think he even started, he started coming to church then too but he would sit in with this great jazz musician too so it uh, doesn't hurt to visit other churches to get ideas, you know, watch online, YouTube, uh, making connections. Um, even sitting up there today, or tonight, I was taking pictures, because they're talking about redoing our stage, so I was showing our music minister, hey, look how they have the orchestra set up. <laughs> and so, because that's his big thing, it's like, where are we going to put them? Right. So, uh, the first time we played, we were in the church, or the choir loft, uh, which worked okay, but there's... Uh, yeah, ours is when we do the two concerts, it's tight. We take out the railing for the choir and all the choir chairs. And we uh, actually put in staging that takes us all the way up to the front pews to fit everybody. Yeah, we can't in. take so out the railing. It's tight. <laughs> yeah, we're kind of stuck where we are, but um, yeah, some church stages there aren't many flexible. Ways no, to um, but. Just like with, and just like me, with, at, at shorter with the band, I, I go to conferences and watch other bands and get some ideas for uh, music and for setup and different things like that. So, and it sounds like you've got connections of different people too to reach out to to help you too. So, uh, you know, mixing up the style or genres of music, trying a little small jazz band. If you got a good trombone player that can do jazz, it might be nice to do a little. Jazzed up Sunday, I guess. Or I know at other churches I've seen bluegrass done. If you have people that can play the banjo and different things, and, or uh, guest instrumental ensembles come in, maybe lead worship. So uh, that's not really. I guess it's kind of sustaining your church orchestra because you're keeping the instrumentalists active, doing right. something different. So it's not the same thing week after week. 
I was glad to hear you rotate your drummer out on praise band for the same reason, because just to, not the same reason, but uh, to make sure you have a backup in case someone can't be there. So, yeah, our the, our best drummer just graduated, um, so we lost one. We had three, that, and they're all three decent, but he was definitely the best. start a youth band or orchestra, train them for adult church orchestra, so if you have some that aren't quite ready yet for the adult orchestra, maybe you could start a, a youth one there, because you may have more numbers in the youth than you do the orchestra. Uh, in your situation, you might know who can play, who's taking the beginner band or not, too. Uh, last week at First Baptist Jonesboro, they had these uh, little cards they handed out that I thought was neat. I mean, you can keep that one if you want it. Um, but it just kind of briefly talks about the music program and the orchestra at the church. They also, then I guess if they came, they would actually uh, have them fill out a card, which obviously you, you won't get their information or anything. So, uh, but I thought these cards were neat. Just it was easy, something easy to hand yeah. out to somebody. I was talking to a friend. Well, there's actually the orchestra director at Pleasant Valley South, and he was saying how. You know, he was out talking to people, and he'd find somebody that's interested, but he didn't have anything to give them. So yeah. uh, those things can help. But, uh, well, usually I have uh, more, so we can have a discussion going on. <laughs> so I went and kind of breezed through, or kind of fast. Is there anything... Anything you're hoping to get answered, or just you're hoping maybe I had a little gem that was useful to you? Or? Yeah, it's just, I, you know, nothing specific other than just looking for ideas and anything I could take away kind of thing to to go with. So. Uh, I'm going to dig into a little bit of tomorrow's topic. So let's choosing music, or let's, uh, the choosing music. Uh, do you use hymns? Like the hymnal, do you actually have the orchestration parts for those? Yes, or? we. Um, I do have some uh, that we do. Um, so it's kind of a mix. Uh, ours is a blended worship. Eight thirty is a little more traditional. traditional. Yeah. Uh, but I have. Uh, gosh, I don't even know. The church had it when I got there, but they had disc that had. You know, I don't know five or six hundred songs on it, but they had trumpet, clarinet, flute violin parts on disc with that so we have that for a good bit um, but of course new music worship music um, that I get which my trombone player just plays by ear so he doesn't really need anything the trumpet player just reads what the vocals are doing and he actually transposes everything just by side spot, so yeah. um, I don't have to do a whole lot as far as from that perspective on a weekly basis with those guys um, and then for the concerts I just kind of vary what we do the spring concert was all hymn based um, and I just I pull from you know wherever I can find stuff on that because that's one thing orchestra music is just expensive for a small church <laughs> yeah you know when you're buying something to use once which I mean recycle it but it'll be a few years and so it definitely is an investment from that perspective. So 
that part's tough, but I probably will do the choosing shirt, the music class as well, because that is a big deal of just being able to find stuff to use on a regular, ongoing basis. Well, yeah, I have a, you know, a few things I list out on there, but uh, there's flex band arrangements. Are you familiar with flex band? I've seen that. Yeah, where it's basically like four parts or five parts, and then just yeah. give it out to whoever you, right. you have. So um, those work out. Like for my smaller bands, that was I worked on flex band for until I got it built up enough. Yeah. Shorter, I use flex band, and now I'm up to full arrangements, which is nice. So, um, but that's nice because then if something's not there, you can switch it around. How uh, she music plus? I mean, you know, they yeah. have some decent cheap things on there uh, that I've been able to use. And the praise charts, yeah. If you use those, I mean, you can always water them down. The, the trumpet and trombone player can probably read them, what yeah. they are. Um, but someone coming in that could scare them away, Actually, yeah. That's the thing I've got from middle schoolers through yeah. college. Level, so you don't have to go through and it's a wide range. Plays of, it. Yeah, yep. yeah, it's like don't do the 16th note, just play the first note. So, <laughs> the hymns are no problem though, usually, the hymns are pretty, yeah, except the keys, just being on the key, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, for sure. Well, anything else you have questions on that maybe I can help with? Nothing specific. recruitment ideas it's yeah, hard when you're a small town small town is just limited mm -hmm. you know it's just um, you're turning the same waters so to speak how big is the public school in town um, it's a 3A school so it's in the middle of the road uh, but it's um, basically two towns opposite ends of the county that feed the school in the middle of the county Oh, okay. So even in that, it's a little skewed because only half of those are in our end of the county. The county only has 22,000 people in it, the whole county. So it's a small rural farming community, the whole thing. Yeah. And, and from that perspective, we, as small an area as it is, we do have some pretty phenomenal musicians considering the size. Yeah. Is, so. Well, Georgia Southern here and Bruton Park are nearby. Right. How, how far is Bruton Park? 45 minutes. Okay. Much. I passed the exit on the way. But. Yeah. It's, and that's another reason those folks that do participate is just a couple times a year. I mean, it's not the consistent, but it's good to at least have them in. Sounds like you're doing the right stuff to me. That's what I'd be doing if I was there. Yeah, as much as we can. You know, I wish that there was a little more of that. Um, we really don't have people from Southern that have been involved in it. For whatever reason, I guess there's no... We don't have a connection here like we do with Bruton Park. I was going to ask, do you have any kind of connection at Georgia Southern? Not really. Even though we've got a number of students over here, it's not the same. It's Is there a... So some churches do like a internship type thing or scholarship for college students. I don't know if your church has the funds to do that, but sometimes college students will do that just to get a little extra money to help pay for things. Uh, 
too bad they can't get like like if they're going to music education sometimes they have to get so many hours out right. doing things it has to be in a public school it can't be in a church yeah. so and in that regard there's so many churches in the Statesboro area that it's right. hard for us to get them to <laughs> come well, over in our direction maybe yeah <laughs> that's true too well I'm sorry I guess I don't have much no I else to give you that. I appreciate just hearing those things. Uh, so Sometimes it's good to hear to know, hey, I'm on the right track. And Well, there's a couple of those things that we can do um, as well. well so. Let me know if they work out or not. Or. And that, you know, maybe taking some initiative to bring over some of the Georgia Southern students to play some would help foster a relationship there. So Even, uh, you know, reaching out to the private uh, teachers or the band director, I was looking at their website, and they had like three band directors. Yeah. And then, uh, I was looking to see if I knew anybody. I don't. But, but thanks for coming. Well, if you ever need anything, let me know. Okay.